This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Jeff and Jen. Uh, you only need one wash cycle. Just one. I'll tell you which one. And everything you need for a perfect Valentine's date. It is Thursday, the 8th of February, 2024. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, let's see. If you're married and doing some for Valentine's Day, great. Nobody cares. Because <laughs> this, this story didn't, didn't factor you in. No, someone polled 1,000 millennials and Gen Zers who are actively dating. And they wanted to see what the perfect Valentine's Day date looked like in 2024 for millennials and Gen Zers. And it turns out that we are still pretty traditional in that sense. The perfect date starts with flowers or a gift. And one of you should be picking the other person up. It, it, okay. It's not a situation That's where you want to make enough. him meet you somewhere. Okay. Come on. It's yeah. Valentine's Day. Share a car. After that, it's dinner and a movie. And the night should end with, quote, some form of togetherness. Are movies good dates? Really? No. For, especially for Valentine's Day. No, but the new Bob Marley movie comes out on Valentine's Day. So maybe that'll be a fun... Yeah, and you're not a millennial or Gen Z. I mean, that's, that's what true. they want to do. All right, yeah. do it. That's what we have planned so Knock far. yourself out. Is to go see that movie. <laughs> is it? Yeah. You're going to see the Bob Marley movie? I think Valentine's so. Valentine's night? It comes out on Valentine's. We're going to try and do a day date while Penelope is still at school, depending on the time oh, of the... Go. Yeah. Because we have our typical make-your-own-pizza night <laughs> for Valentine's Day. <laughs> that that's works. fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's fun. We have a good time doing it. 48% want... Alone time with her date. 43%, however, say a goodnight kiss would be ideal. Okay. Also looked at the top plans for people staying in for Valentine's Day. 61% plan to watch a show or movie together. 59% uh, will cook a nice dinner. 51% absolutely positively plan to become intimate. Absolutely 51%. positively. Yes. Oh man, is this is this a lock? Do you guys do guys and see this as a lock? 
you guys, men? Married guys? Or just guys in general? <laughs> a lock? You mean like birthdays and Christmas lock? Yeah, like um, birthdays, not Christmas. Christmas? <laughs> We're too tired of Christmas. <laughs> Christmas? Birthdays are locked. Anniversaries. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Maybe. <laughs> you Happy get the holidays. present. It's not a gift for me. It's for you again. <laughs> but is it a lock? Do you see it, Jeff? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, it just depends on how the day plays out, really. All right. I mean. So there aren't plans. It's not scheduled. No. It it also implies like, you know, we better do it because we won't have any other opportunity this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys don't have kids at home. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. As the married guy. Right. Yeah. Uh, But the average couple going out on a date will spend $114. The average couple staying in will spend $86, mostly on delivery and service fees. Yeah. (laughs) Well, enjoy, you coupled peoples. Last month, Applebee's announced a date night pass, which cost $200. This was something. They would give you $30 off your next 52 visits. There's a very limited number of these passes available. Yeah, it was a big deal because it was worth more than $1,300 in savings. Yeah. That's assuming you eat at Applebee's a lot. I mean, someone's keeping that place open. Yeah, that's true. The initial run sold out in seconds. But don't worry, Applebee's took notice. They are making another 1000 available due to the, quote, amazing interest in these things. Another 1000 That's yes. a lot. That's quite a few. Yeah. But this time they're selling them through a lottery. You still need to act fast. You can register for the drawing at Applebee's at Applebee's website through tomorrow. Uh, and again, you are registering just for the chance to be able to buy one of these two hundred, one of these two hundred dollar passes. Yeah, hmm. yeah, that, that is a great deal. Though. Winners will be notified by email on Valentine's Day, so they can still work as a last minute Valentine's Day gift. If you're feeling lucky and you love Applebee's. Bees on a date night. That's right. Meanwhile, we've all failed to notice something obvious like, I'm I'm trying to think, you know, that the piggy and this little piggy probably didn't go to the market to go shopping. That doesn't mean we don't laugh about it. Mm -hmm. I bring that up because there was a thread online where people are talking about the so-called obvious things they didn't pick up on until someone else pointed it out. And here are a few. Where did I get this? This is uh, this is from BuzzFeed. How the judicial bail system works. Someone said they thought it was a fee that you paid to avoid jail. You know that 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 bail was like, oh, I don't want to go to jail. I'll just pay bail. They didn't realize that it was basically collateral and that you got the bail money back if you showed up for your trial. That's an example of an obvious thing that more people than you'd think didn't realize. Uh, Someone said heavy metal is called metal because it's harder than rock music. Get it? Okay. Is that true? Well, it's debatable how the term metal rose to represent the genre, but I do think it's amusing. And, yeah, you can't really dispute it. I mean, it's not definitively anyway. Uh, Another one of those obvious things that people didn't know, that hundreds of years ago, the word goodbye 
How do we come up with goodbye? Goodbye was born out of a short and firm of God be with you. Oh, really? God be with you. Ah. Oh, wow. God be with you. And it just over the years, it shortened it goodbye. Well, what do you know? Interesting. Howdy. Howdy. Where'd that come from? I say that all the time. Please tell me it's not something horrible. (laughs) Yeah. I always thought it was how do you do. Uh, oh, yeah. But hundreds of years ago, I guess it was how do ye? How do ye? How, how do, do ye? ye? How do ye? Hear ye, hear ye. Yes, how, how do, do ye? ye? How do ye? To how do you do? To howdy. I like it. It's one of those things my grandfather always said. And I think I just say it because he said it. Howdy. Oh, howdy. Howdy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that pipe cleaners aren't just for childhood crafts. They're, uh, they're also actually for like cleaning tobacco pipes, Makes like sense. actual pipe cleaners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I know that because my grandfather smoked pipes, so I saw them sure. in the house all the time. So you pushed them down through the yeah the, the pipes, stick to clean them through the hole, stuff? Mm-hmm. right? Uh, another obvious thing, <laughs> believe it or not, some people don't realize that reindeer actually exist. Mm-hmm. They're not just mythical, magical creatures. I guess depending on. Certain parts of the country, you may grow I mean, up thinking yeah. that they're just in Christmas stories. Right. Well, you've they, never actually seen the one deer, in person. Right. The, the white-tailed deer running through our backyard, they don't look like reindeer, but there are other deer, kinds of deer that do. I knew they were real because I saw Bambi. Mm. Well, they also have them at the Cincinnati Zoo. What? Yeah. During Festival of Lights, they have a whole reindeer barn there, you guys. I thought those were mechanical. No, there's real reindeer. Those are real? Yeah, and they have a reindeer farm somewhere in Indiana as Mm -hmm. well, where you can go and see all the reindeer. Put it on your Christmas to-do list, Jeff. That's right. Uh, Let's see, another obvious that people didn't know, that the Mad in Mad Men, do you know what that, you know what the Mad in Mad Men was for? Tim knows. I knew this one, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, it stood for Madison Avenue. Oh, I do well, think I what do you that. know? Mad Men. We're all the big ad agencies. Madison Avenue was famous <sighs> for being the street that housed most of the major, major advertising agencies back in the day. And then uh, here's another one that Felix is the Latin word for lucky or happy. And that since the cartoon character Felix the cat was a black cat, the name is ironic. Oh, yeah. Huh. That makes sense, too. Uh, that bats are not actually blind, like the phrase blind as a bat would suggest. Uh, no bat species are blind. Okay, I didn't know that. I, they just have really, really, really bad eyesight, right? It says microbats see differently than humans, particularly in low light conditions. But megabats have eyesight as good as humans, if not better. Their sight is adapted to both night and daylight, including some color vision. And some of the comments were far more obvious than others. Like someone said they were in their 20s before they realized that Mickey Mouse was a mouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. What did they real. think Mickey was? And just some nondescript cartoon character with big ears. And they were like, <laughs> oh, oh, like a mouse mouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does talk and walk and sing and dance. It, it is, you know. And drive steamships. Exactly. They said they, they, said they somehow <laughs> always thought Mickey was a dog. Until they asked someone why Mickey had such a skinny little tail. I don't know. I don't know. 
Isn't the confusion over Pluto or not Pluto? Pluto and, it's uh, Goofy. Goofy. They're dogs. Yeah, Goofy is Are the they one. both dogs? I'm still yeah. confused over that. But I, the weird thing For about sure. it is, yeah. is that Goofy is a dog because he has the ears and the tail. But then he doesn't he have a crush on like the cow? Annabelle or something like that. I think there's a lot it's of also, uh, uh They also talk. So, I mean, yeah. we have to ex- just open our minds yeah. to, to interspecies dating. Expand yeah. our imagination. <laughs> yes. Well, you know. By the way, did you guys hear Nebraska is scrapping its awesome tourism slogan? This is really good. The tourism slogan for Nebraska is Nebraska. Honestly, it's not for everyone. I love that. Isn't that great? I think that's fantastic. Why would you why would you scrap that? I know. Well, who's who's in charge over there? They're making a bad decision. The Nebraska Tourism Commission. Did Let's they come see. up with something better? Well, they announced they were ditching the tagline Nebraska, <laughs> honestly, it's not for everyone because it is a thing of the past and times change. Everything has a shelf life. And now that, they are for everyone. Say it again. So they're they are for everyone now. Has that changed? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> not for me. No offense. Mm. Omaha's a cool town. I've been there. That's that's cool. But the rest of the state, I wouldn't mind visiting. It's a very long drive. Don't know that I'd want to stay there. Go all the way through. Are they known for any food? Maybe that's how you get Jeff to go. Possible. A lot of corn dishes. I mean, every every city's <laughs> every state's got its gem, right? Yeah. Omaha is where they usually have the World Series for college baseball. Oh, that's where they have the Omaha Steak Company, Jeff. Is that where Nebraska, the Cornhuskers, are they in Omaha? Where is that university? Because that's a pretty big one. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, is that one of those towns that's just a college town, and when school's not in session, it's just desolate? A little sleepy. That's kind of how my town was. In Lincoln. The University of Nebraska is in Lincoln. I'm sure it's a very, you know... Diverse, progressive community. (laughs) Uh, The slogan went on for five years. Nebraska, honestly, it's not for everyone. And it was successful. A survey of tourists in the target market for Nebraska showed interest rising from 19% in 2019 to 39% more recently. And Nebraska moved up to become the 41st state that people were interested in visiting. <laughs> 41st. Well, before that, they were at number 50. Oh, dead okay. Last, All right. Where, well, hey, that's... And it had been dead last for the previous four years. Isn't that funny? That's dead last? Yeah. So Nebraska, honestly, it's not for everyone, was meant to be fun and a little self-deprecating, something they could use jokingly in their marketing as a way to appeal to people. Uh, but it turns out the slogan was not for everyone. The governor, Republican Jim Pillen, was not a fan. He recently called it nonsense <laughs> and urged the commission to find a new slogan. So they've killed it, but uh, they don't have a new one on deck. You can't go killing something that people love without a plan. I agree. That's dumb. I agree. So well, see, maybe this th- is why they were at number 50 right here. Thank you. They got no sense. It is unclear where the next slogan will be. Now, in the past, they've done Nebraska, where the West begins. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's not terrible. Boring. Yeah, I think it's boring, too. Yeah. You need something with a little bit of... What is Ohio's currently? Should have a contest. We just changed it. Yeah. It used to be find it find it all find here. Find it here or something. The heart of it all. And now we're back to the heart of it all. Yeah, we're <laughs> Or vice versa. My favorite city slogan is Loveland. 
which they call the sweetheart of the, or, yeah, the sweetheart, the sweetheart of, Ohio. Of, of Ohio. Yeah. Which is the cute. heartland. That's sure. cool. That's sweet. What's Kentucky? The bluegrass state, I think, is. And has been forever. Yeah. I don't know if that's like our official slogan. Is that slogan, the slogan? But yeah. It's something to do with that. And the friendship state, aren't we that too? We just love everybody in Kentucky. <laughs> it is interesting, though, like how much influence a slogan can have on you because mm-hmm. uh, even though I'm not planning on moving to Loveland anytime soon, I live relatively close and we love it. Yeah. I would totally live there. Yeah. It's a neat little pocket. Love their little downtown. And I just mm-hmm. like that little slogan on the on the Welcome to Loveland yeah. sign. It just makes you feel all the feels. It's, yeah, it's all kind warm of warm and fluffy. Well, Jeff, you should go this weekend because they're doing their annual Fall in Love weekend. Isn't it called Hearts of Fire? Hearts of Fire. Hearts of Fire weekend. Yeah, all weekend. Lots of love-themed stuff in your favorite love land area. Look at that. That's great. Well, and they have tons of specials um, on drinks and food, too. They have a lot of really delicious places to eat up there. You had me at food and drink specials. (laughs) Uh, We should probably take a break because I got so many good stories here. This is just a lot of fun news that didn't make the news today. I could do this all day, but we got to take a break before we jump into something else. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada you can shop for everything on your agenda Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Story. Uh, A man with a metal detector was all proud of himself thinking that he was going to make a Valentine's Day extra special for someone. Uh, A while back, this guy named Scott Mankey was out with his metal detector when he uncovered a tungsten ring. Okay. It looked pretty rough, so his initial thought was to clean it up and sell it. But when he cleaned off the dirt, he saw that there were initials and a date engraved on the ring. Like, oh, this is a wedding band. Oh, somebody must have lost this. Somebody lost this, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I got to find the owner. So he posted about it online And a woman messaged him saying that she thought it was her ring. He couldn't believe it. So he asked her what the initials were and the date. And she immediately responded. And she was correct on both. Okay. So Scott offered to meet up with her and return it. But then she stopped responding. So he reached out again. He was like, hey, what are we doing here? Do you want want to meet up? Do you want this ring or not? And she eventually responded and said, no, never mind. I don't want it. 
She told them that it was her ex-husband's and that he had apparently thrown it in the river near where he found it. All right. Uh, but uh, I guess, you know, she appreciated that he was trying to do the right thing, but didn't want it back. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to find the owner. So I, I uh, dunked it in mineral oil, bought a magnifying glass. Well, I threw it on the buy swap, and this lady actually messaged me, and she's like, wait, I think that's that's my ring. I'm like, okay, give me the initials for the heck of it. Two seconds later, she tells me initials. I go, when do you want to meet up? I'll return it. So then she finally tells me, she's like, well, it's my ex-husband's, and uh, he tossed in the river, apparently. She was like, like, thank you for being a good Samaritan, trying to do the right thing. But honestly, you know, it's the ex-husband. She hates him. She's like, you yeah. can either toss it, keep it, or sell it. I'd pawn it. go. Heck yeah. How Finders much money keepers. can you make on a tungsten ring, though? I have no idea. Doesn't he kind of sound like uh, Matt Damon and Goodwill Hunting, though? <laughs> I was very distracted. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to find the owner. So I, I uh, dunked it in mineral oil, bought a magnifying glass. Yeah. Well, I threw it on the buy swap in this lake. Yeah, he sounds exactly <laughs> like yeah. Matt Damon. Doesn't That's he? so funny. I got a number. How do you like them yeah. apples? <laughs> yeah. That's what he sounds like. And the initials were, uh, it was B.A. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's Ben's. <laughs> oh, that's Ben Affleck's ring. I wonder yep. if Jenny knows about this. Yep. <laughs> I had a story that Britney Spears claims she once made out with Ben Affleck. Yes. She talked about that in her book. Yeah. And she talked about it yet again. Where were they? I don't know. Was it was it a just party random. or something? Yeah. Oh, Britney. I know. <laughs> She's had some really... Do you remember when she had her little hookup with Colin... Uh, what's his name? Farrell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She talks about how steamy that was, too. In the book, in her memoir, she said wow. that he was a very generous lover. I wonder what conversations are like with her. There are none. Over here, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Quit spinning. I'm trying yes. to talk to you. <laughs> Wait, I'm dancing. Something tells me she just goes off on tangents and does not stop Can we talking. put the knives down over here? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Short attention span. He's actually probably... We could have a convo with Brit. Oh, I 100% would love it. Every time that I watch or read anything about her, I'm like, I just... She needs a best friend. She needs someone to kind of be her bestie be like hey Britt maybe put some clothes on on the beach just who is a, her best friend just a thought you know I don't know because she doesn't really I mean recently she's been posting with some new guy but it feels like uh, she doesn't really hang out with anybody very much hmm. it's usually like an employee or someone around the house she hangs out with I think so yeah I don't know uh, you ever throw a party while your parents were away? No. Yes. No, we couldn't get away with anything. Could not get away with anything in my small town. I went to two parties when I was in high school and got caught both times two days later <laughs> because word got back around to my parents that uh -oh. I had been there. Really? Mm -hmm, for one. The other time, word got back around to my coaches that I had been at a party. We threw so a party. that ceased. Uh, my parents went to. So glad I didn't grow up in a small <laughs> town. My God. Well, we threw a party. My parents left my sister and I home alone for like two weeks. And they drove down like through the Carolinas and all that. And we were like, oh, we're going to have. My sister wasn't there, but I was like, I'm going to have people over. And it ended up being a much bigger party than I anticipated. Yeah. And one of There's our. There's no way. Yeah. One of our deck spindles got broken. And so we had to find a way to repair that and put it back on and my dad had just painted the deck so of course we had to repaint the part that he painted because somebody broke they the ever spindle. find out 
I don't, th- I mean, they may have, but if they did, they didn't really say anything or they didn't care. Was there alcohol there? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Who bought the alcohol? Our friend Tia had a fake ID. <laughs> <laughs> What's she doing these days? How hard is it to get a fake ID these days? Not hard. No. Never had one. No, no idea. No. And they have them down really well. Yeah. Really well. Indistinguishable. With really. the um, holograms and everything. So this is something that you can find. I don't yep. want to I don't want to or... talk about it because then they're going to be like, well, I heard on q too. That's where you got your fake ID. Was I just didn't know. Are they, get it, they get it from a guy or are they finding no, it's it? mailed. Okay. I used to use my roommate's in college, who I looked nothing like, and I just had her ID with her picture on it, and they never, they never even looked. Right. Well, they're looking now. Yeah, big time. So they've had to up their game. But yeah, this person, I guess, threw a party while her parents was away, and uh, it went so sideways, it made the local news. Local twelve talked to a mom named Bridget Strahan after her. Kid's party got way out of hand while she was out of town last weekend, and her 18-year-old daughter threw a rager and made the invitation public. Oh, my gosh. Oh, not good. So, like, more than 100 kids showed up for it, and some of them decided to intentionally trash the place just to get her in trouble. That's not very nice. (gasps) That is awful. Uh what happens when you put it out there? Go, yeah, you can't. Go public. My boyfriend and his brothers threw a party at their old house when there, it was a big graduation party when their parents went out of town to Las Vegas. And they live on, they used to live on this very popular road in Coleraine called Struble Road, which is a major, major road. It would be like Dixie Highway in Kentucky. And they uh, they closed down the road. Like they put some people out there that were directing traffic. The Hamilton County helicopter ended up getting <laughs> called. It was like this massive rager that just went really, really badly. Mm. Did they rip this. the kitchen counters off the wall? No. Did that- they smash a guitar? No. Did they pour booze in her washing machine? Oh, my God. That might have happened. That's really crappy. Did they super glue cups and cinnamon to the countertops? What? Yeah. Some idiot ate, even one idiot ate one of her plants. Ate one of her plants? Yeah. And then, even worse, puked it back up. Ugh. What is wrong with people? Uh, they also stole a porcelain goose named Betty from her front porch that she loves. Aww. A friend gave it to her a while back and someone from the party decided to hold Betty hostage. Uh, these people even made a TikTok video just to taunt her. They also taped a photo of the goose to her mailbox and wrote, we have Betty. Somebody on Facebook started a support group called Bring Betty the Porch Goose Back, which quickly Mm. racked up about 4,000 members. Uh, One piece of good news this land is someone found Betty dumped in a yard across the street from her neighbor's, I'm sorry, from her daughter's high school rival. There's a hole in her that needs to be repaired, but I guess she's still in one piece, so that's good. Uh, Here is Bridget talking about the damage to her home. And... On top of that decorative goose dressed in honor of Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. I see. I see. 
the decorative goose was dressed in honor of Taylor Swift. I got it. So here's Bridget talking about the damage to her home and uh, the missing Taylor Swift porcelain goose. They super glued cups to my counters and cinnamon. My countertops come apart from the wall now because they were standing and dancing on counters. Mm -hmm. Somebody ate my plant and threw it up. Also, who stole my goose? This is not in my house. This is in somebody's room. They made a TikTok with Betty, like pretending to be Betty and harassing me on my TikTok. What is the matter with you? So how in trouble is the daughter? I mean, what's happening? Well, I'm thinking, like, is your insurance company going to cover that? No, I don't. I, I doubt it. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, like financially, I don't know how you. Uh, how do you explain that to the insurance company? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying you invited these people? <sighs> yeah, I just don't even know what you do. It's a lesson hard learned. Kristen called the cops on herself one time when she was a kid. She had a party that got out of control while her parents was away. Yeah. Yeah. And when it started, like more and more people started inviting other people and it just grew into a bigger thing. And she didn't put it out there to the public. But, you know, all of her friends started inviting other people. And then when it got to a point where she felt like it was out of control, she surreptitiously called the cops on herself. So when the cops showed up, she was like, oh, my God, guys, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Somebody called the cops. What's happening? Man, damn it. Who called the cops? Yeah. Uh -huh. And then she's like, thank God they're gone. Oh, How yeah. much trouble? Did she get caught? Yeah, she got busted eventually. Well, yeah. It's a small, small little small neighborhood town. she lived in. See, that's the thing is the neighbors are always watching. I mean, even in a bigger town, you still know your neighbors, don't you? I mean, and if there's 100 cars parked outside your house and everybody knows that your parents are out of town. Well, she lived across the street from a church. So she had all of her friends park in the church across the street. Wow, there's really something oh. special going on at the fellowship hall this evening. <laughs> having bingo at the church tonight. Wow. <laughs> Who knew Friday night was such a big church night? Clever. Yeah. Washing machines have all sorts of settings like hand wash, eco wash, heavy duty wash, normal wash. New ones might have even specific cycles for jeans and baby clothes. But this guy doesn't really need all those options. Just He just always uses the express cycle. Noel Michelson hosts the HGTV show The Laundry Guy, and he says express is the only setting he ever uses. Does it get everything clean, though? He does warm water and express cycle. He argues it's long enough to get your clothes clean, but it's short enough to not cause any damage. He says longer cycles like heavy duty cause more wear and tear on fabrics. So you end up needing to replace your clothes and towels more often. When we were cleaning our mm. Airbnbs ourselves, we would use the express wash to do the sheets and stuff. I knew it. Mm. Yep. Hot water, a little bleach. Tied. Done. Sheets. We had no issues. It always got everything out. So the question was asked, well, why why do they have all those other settings then on washing machines? Why do they even exist? He says, well, they used to be useful. 
But detergents, fabrics, and washing machines are so much better now that we really don't need them anymore. They only exist because people are creatures of habit. Well, so if you've always done your laundry in the heavy-duty setting, like my mother did, you probably won't buy a new washer unless it's got that setting, too. But I'll tell you, I feel like my parents had the same washing machine for like 30 years. Yes, they don't make I'm them. I'm sure they did, and, and so did my mother. Yes. They don't and make them the same No, anymore. they don't. So I think that's a line of crap that they make them so good now. No, they don't. I can tell you my washers and dryers suck. If you're talking about durability, yes. But I'll give an example. Like my mother was the same way about her top loader, washer, mm -hmm. dryer. Set. It was a Maytag. Uh -huh. And it it did last forever, and she was very happy. With, but she always put things like on hot water with heavy duty, and would would run the rinse cycle twice. Yet, despite all that extra effort, swore that this was the greatest washer dryer in the world. Yeah. When she came to Cincinnati, she had done a road trip with a friend, and they made a couple of stops. So that by the time she got to Cincinnati, she had a bag full of laundry. Mm -hmm. So we tossed it into my front loaders when I had the place in OTR. Mm -hmm. Just ran it on normal, and she's telling me how to like <laughs> how to program it because uh -huh. she thinks it needs to be hot water. Heavy duty. And, right. You know, I get it. These are white socks. She's telling me to use bleach. I'm like, I don't use bleach. I don't have bleach. Mm -hmm. I'm just using a little bit of Tide. because that's not going to get him clean. That's not enough. They come out sparkling white, and she was blown away. Yeah. She's like, wow. <laughs> the amount of time she wasted on Aww. second rinses. That's oh, funny. right. Well, and they use so much less water yeah. Yeah, than yeah. the old machines do. I'll tell you what, though. If, there is, if you are one of those people that... Want the old school top loader, heavy as hell. No, none of that balance BS, and it's not going to play a four minute song when it's done. If you just want an old school brick, there's a company that makes them in America called Speed Queen. Oh yeah, Speed and they're huh? they're not cheap. They're a little more expensive than what you'll find at Home Depot. Or I remember whatever. those, but oh, they yeah. are they're awesome workhorses. Yeah. Does it yeah. have the agitator? They do. That's what a lot of people yep. look for when they look for the ones that they are do. old school is the, the full-blown agitator because it's not like they do that very much anymore. Hmm. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. Another round. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.